Ice in the tunnel, and we are really getting there. One week away from Rosh Hashanah, um, and I'd like to share an idea which, which struck me um, on a very deep level. It was very, very meaningful to me when I, when I read this idea. I read it in a book written by Rabbi Moshe Wolfson from New York, um, and he, he, he developed the following idea. He said that we're very familiar with, with the idea of places that are special. Right, you go to a shul, a place that has been sanctified as uh, for the Jewish people to gather together and pray to Hashem. We're, we're, we're familiar with the idea that it's a holy place. When we think farther than that, we think about the holy temple on the Temple Mount, what we call the Beis Hamigdash, and we think of it as, as a super, super holy place. And we know that there's a place within the temple called the Holy of Holies, and that's so holy and so special that only the high priest, the Kohen Gadol, goes there on Yom Kippur. We have this idea that we're all very comfortable and familiar with, that there are places that are unique and special because of the sanctity that they have. We're also familiar with the idea that there are times that are special. We're very used to the fact that Shabbos is a special day each week. Pesach is Passover is a special day of the, in the calendar. Rosh Hashanah, of course, is a special day. The idea that he develops is the fact that there are parallels to, to every place that there is holiness, there is a parallel in time where it's as if you're in that place. Now that's an amazing, amazing idea to consider. That I can be in a in a time and that will in a particular time and that would allow me to so to speak be transported to another place um, or be in a particular place and allow me to so to speak be transported to that special time. That's really, really an awe-inspiring concept. You know, I can't be there. I love the land of Israel. I can't be there. But there might be a time that would be, I could, it could, so to speak, by the holiness of the time, be moved there. So he develops the idea that Rosh Hashanah corresponds to a specific time, and that is to a specific place. The time of Rosh Hashanah corresponds to this place called the Beis Hamigdash itself, the Holy Temple. Meaning there is the land of Israel, there is the Temple Mount, there is the Temple, and there is the Holy of Holies, etc. He says that the, the holiday of Rosh Hashanah corresponds to the Temple itself. Meaning, it's as if I am walking into the Temple as, I, as, as we light the candles and usher in and welcome in the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. And for two days, we are, it's as if we're living in the Temple. That's an awe-inspiring idea. It's very, very moving. Some of the points that he makes to bring this out are the fact that actually even in temple times, in biblical times, there was no mitzvah to go to the temple on Rosh Hashanah. Unlike other holidays where the Jewish people, Pesach, for example, Pesach, Passover, there was a commandment to go to the temple. On Rosh Hashanah, there was no such commandment. you know why? Because the time that they were living of Rosh Hashanah was actually so to speak, being in the temple. As a matter of fact, there is the famous custom on Rosh Hashanah that during services we bow. We bow in the unique manner that they would bow when they did services in the temple. To me, this in and of itself, with nothing else, is worthy of thinking. We, we long and we hope, we dream about the rebuilding of the temple of a full return of the Jewish nation, living in Israel, following Hashem's Torah, serving, doing the service in the temple. We long for it. And here we have a Rosh Hashanah coming to us in just one week's time when we could feel that holiness if we tap into it. A point to ponder. 
What can I do to ensure that my Rosh Hashanah is truly a holy time when I could feel that level of closeness of being in Hashem's sanctuary, being in the temple, on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem?